0: something the year. Big chance, barisha he's done it again. And it's a goal,
1: unbelievable, what about this, Dylan Pereira. his first touch of the game. Sanchez, Weston
2: driver do claim the three points. And Diamante again, oh he's done it, twice,
0: he's chipped the keeper. Presented by Simmons, it's the Green Room on FNR. Football Nation Radio. Covering all bases today, touching on all aspects of the club, all three teams covered. That was our promise at the start of the episode, and we are fulfilling it with our next guest. We've talked about the senior men, we've talked about the MPL3 juniors, and now it's time to talk about Western United's uh, women's affiliated team, which is Calder United, of course, in MPLW, and we've got Mark Torcaso, the head coach on to discuss their start to the season and their campaign to come. Mark, welcome to the show. Guys, how are we? Uh, we're doing great, mates. Uh, how are you? Joining us from your car, which is commitment. Uh, absolutely uh, appreciate your time. You don't want to know
2: why I'm in the car. It was a father-in-law's dinner, so I had to, uh, I had to go to that, and I had
1: to escape that. So it's not a bad thing, to
0: be honest. <laughs> well, enjoy your uh, your brief recess from uh, I, was, from I was, the family. I was I was <laughs> about
1: to say I was about to say I respect your commitment to the cause and coming on the show, and then you're like, well, I kind I kind of want to get it out of the dinner. So there we go. That's all good. I appreciate uh, it.
2: The Mark. wife was not happy, but who cares?
1: Uh, Mark, well, that's okay. That's okay. You're here with us now, and that's the most important thing. Uh, in fact even more important than that is the fact that you got to kick off the MPLW season over the weekend. It might not have been the exact result you wanted, of course, a nil or draw against Box Hill, but there were definitely chances to uh win that game and take the three points. Maybe it was just one of those games where on another day the result might have been different. But how did how did you see it? Um listen, I thought we we did quite well
2: to be honest and um We've always, for some reason, um, ever since uh, Cole has sort of been around since 2016, we've, we've always struggled to play at Box Hill's ground. Um, it's quite an awkward, small, tight little ground, and mm. um, we we have we have suffered a couple of losses to be quite honest at that venue previously. So, um, it's not a it's not a place that we've always liked to go and play. Uh, but saying that, I thought well, we controlled the game pretty well, and mm. we probably should have won it in the end. Um, we we did we didn't make. actually didn't make any subs because of the the type of game that it was but um listen I was happy with the point in the end just because of the history uh, of the place uh, and the loss that we've had previously
0: yeah and Box Hill have recruited pretty aggressively this season as well so uh, decent opposition you were coming up against you you felt you had the the better of the the 90 minutes
2: yeah, I think we controlled it. Um, that was that was the most important thing for me is that we controlled um, pretty much the whole game. Um, I don't think Elissa, our goalkeeper, had to make uh, probably maybe one save for the whole game, um, and I think we put enough pressure on them um, probably to win the game in the end. But as I said, oh, we came away from there happy because we know that they have recruited well um, and they will be a pretty dangerous side I think this year. So I'll take a point on a Friday night at Box Hill pretty much any day to be honest.
1: And was that? similar to the message you were giving to the team at, at full time, just, uh, you know, uh, a different day, a different venue, maybe even that that result would be a different thing and it's a long season. What was the, what was the uh message?
2: Yeah, pretty much. I'm a sore loser, so <laughs> I, I take a draw at the loss. So um I try and um, keep myself composed in those scenarios because I don't want them to say that I'm, a, I'm annoyed. But um no, it was pretty much that. It was, you know, we sort of also took into the fact that it was our first, you know, proper proper game of the year. So um, we we got a lot to build on, and obviously we've got a full season, and that's what we focused on. You know, we said we have still got 20 games left with finals, hopefully. So um, it was it was one game for us, and it was it was a good start. We're all happy with it.
1: And, and one of the big impacts and one of the big differences this season, of course, is that involvement with Western United. You know, the the enhanced sort of benefits to the the training and being linked in with that group. How do you feel that's gonna impact and, and benefit you over over the course of this MPLW season? Um, I think I think it would have a lot of positive effects on
2: the situation because the girls will train, obviously, one extra session with, with West United in, in the academy. Um, obviously, I think, I think it's about 90% of our Col, the senior side, are in the West United academy. So having that extra training session, I think only um, advances them and, and prepares them better for, for this level. Um, the disadvantages are obviously as well, you know, like for example, the, the weekend that we, we head over to Tassie with the West United um, academy group, um, that same week, we've actually got Bourke in, in the uh, in the NPL the night before, and we've got actually Essendon Royals in the Cup five days before. So we're potentially playing. You know, some girls might be playing three games in a matter of seven days. So mm-hmm. they're the disadvantages. But um, I try and just look at all the positives of the scenario, and and just think that this is a fantastic thing for women's football, and obviously for our preparation in regards to uh, an A League, an A League women's side.
0: Absolutely. And, and are those the kind of discussions that have been going on with the club about the, the plans for the future?
2: Yeah, I mean, uh, b- between both clubs, we're, we're very obviously ambitious. Uh, uh, obviously, having a CEO like Chris, mate, is a very okay. ambitious person. So um, we're very ambitious as well. And we're on that journey. So it's for us, it's just a matter of um, connecting those dots in the short term in regards to preparation of players. Um, being ready basically when they say you're in and you're ready to go that's that's my goal with, with Calder is making sure that we've got those uh, those dots connected so when when we're called upon and and we're ready to go that that we are uh, and I think that we will be
1: well with respect to connecting those short-term dots Mark how do you look ahead at this at this MPLW season? obviously Calder in in, in years gone by and completed seasons gone by have been a real standout team but Obviously, we saw Bullen and, and South, you know, play out their game over the weekend. Bullen getting a win there, uh, South looking like a pretty strong side in in preseason. How do you find Calder fitting into all that in the uh, year to come?
2: Yeah, I think um, I think for us, uh, we we set the
1: the foundations very early in the,
2: in the clubs. Um, you know, when we started, obviously in 2016. So for us, it was about building building the club from the start and having a really good name and having that success. Um, on the park and, and we we established that. Um, I think we're probably one of the most successful clubs in Victoria, probably in its history, mm. uh, in regards to the amount of trophies we won in such a short time. So our, our tune sort of shifted um, this year um, and it shifted towards the progression and development of, of our own players, um, obviously to then feed into the West United program. Um, so we've sort of changed our our, our I guess, philosophy in regards to where we want to be as a club uh, and co- as Calder. Um, and, you know, we were able to elevate, I think, seven or eight players from our under-19s into our senior side this year. And and our goal is to give them, you know, as much exposure as possible um, while we've still got some, you know, some strong senior players. So for us, it's all about that, I guess, that progression um, and that, you know, that getting ready, I guess, for, for the next stage, um, and, and that's how I look at it. I'm not looking at it as if, obviously, like I said, I'm a sore loser. We want to win every single game, uh, but for us, it's about preparing players for the next level. And if that comes at a, you know, at, at some games at, at a loss, then it does. But for us, it's it's more about the preparation of the players and putting them in scenarios that never been they've never been before um, to prepare them for that next level.
0: I mean that's the dream right to have that pipeline of players from the west coming through and and being prepared to to elevate themselves to to professional level. How how have those players that you've promoted this season um taken to the senior group?
2: Uh, it's been it's been excellent. Like we had a lot of um preseason games where we 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 had to utilize those those young girls a lot because obviously our senior players some of them are still in we're still in W League commitments with Victory and City, um, so that was a chance to give some of those young girls a lot of exposure in those games, um, and obviously now in the first couple of games also because we don't get access to those W League girls and you know until the next week or two so um, they've adjusted really well and you can actually see the the difference in their progression some of these girls have. Uh, have excelled and and it's it's so amazing to see because we've got girls in our senior side that have been at our club ever since they were 13 14 years old um so to see them you know as 18 19 year olds now playing in our senior side and, and hopefully knocking on the door in the next year or two um you know with our w league team with western um that's that's results for me that's how i'm looking at this year our results are probably more based around player uh, and the player and that preparation. That's that's where I'm looking at results. So, yes, I want the points as much as we can and we want to win Nike FC Cups and all that type of thing, but I'm, I'm probably basing our results more on that player uh, that player development.
1: And with that in mind and with the, the recent success of players coming through as well at the forefront, you must have been very pleased to see the way the under-19 side started their season this weekend with a, a, a yeah. 6-2 win. I imagine you keep a, quite a close eye on them. Yeah, definitely. It was also an opportunity, like part
2: of the plan with the with the young senior girls that we've got in our senior squad is to give them some exposure in the under-19s when they don't play regularly in the senior. So we are able to put two or three of those girls in that side over the weekend. And uh, believe it or not, the the, the game was 1-0 down. We were 1-0 down at half time. So wow. uh, we, we scored six in the second half. And um, those senior girls found their feet in the second half. And we, we've got an absolute um, – Ripper uh, of a team in that 19 squad. We've got some 15-year-olds, 14, 15-year-olds um, that are in that side playing, you know, under-19s and um, we see those girls as a huge part of our future um, and, and we are so excited by, by that that um, under 19 team led by Yosef by Courage. So, um, yeah, that, that's
1: that's as much of our senior side as it is a 19 side. Mm. It's a huge part of our, our success. I mean, Calder have been known for... Putting together some big score lines in NPLW and it gone by. But even but six in a single half when you're one 0 down is is a pretty remarkable feat.
2: <laughs> yeah, yeah, I might be worried. You might be chasing my job. That 19th coach, I reckon. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> absolutely um uh, cupping up against uh F V emerging next week which is uh sort of the state youth team if people aren't familiar with it uh there will be an opportunity for uh, a lot of a lot of young players to to get some experience and uh yeah it should be a good game they were excellent last season what are you expecting uh this time around because they've i noticed they've had a lot of their best players from last year poached by uh, by other clubs
2: yeah, I'm pretty much of the same uh, of last year. I think, I think they'll be a very competitive side for us and um, you get that with sort of 16, 17, 18-year-old girls. They're, they're enthusiastic. They want to prove themselves and obviously they're part of a state team. So, um, yeah, we're expecting them to be a good side. Um, hopefully our experienced players that we've got in our, in our side this weekend, you know, get us over the line. But it's also pretty... A pretty special day for us because there's two girls playing for for the emerging program that are, were actually juniors at our club, um, you know, as 12s and 14 year olds. So they're obviously in the state team now. And Ava Brightis and Caitlin Courage, uh, it's a pretty special thing for us. Yes, they're playing on the opposition side, but they've promised me that they'll return one day to, to Calder or to Western. So that's enough for me to be happy.
0: Absolutely, that's fantastic! What a story. Um, speaking of your more experienced players, uh, none more so than Alex Sinclair, who's gone round again this year. Absolutely incredible career that she's had in Victorian football. How do, how do you sum her up?
2: Uh mate, she's the the spirit. She's the heart. She's just everything um, to our club, and uh, I've had the, the the luxury of enjoying you know her journey, especially this part. Um, and yeah, I, I could I can't even. I can't even explain what she means to our club and um, and to the players. Uh, like she's just well loved amongst the, uh, you know the whole league. Uh, but she she provides us with believe it or not a, a lot of a lot of youthful um, excitement. You know, like she just runs around like she's twenty. You know, so for us um, there's no there's no stopping Alex, and we we constantly you know say to her let's let's get you on a, on a five year contract because we believe she's going to go forever. Um, but yeah, no, we love Alex, and unfortunately, uh, sustained a little injury last week. So I'm not sure if she's up for selection this week. Um, she hurt an ankle in the in the box game, so she's working through the week to hopefully get up for this week. So um,
1: so hopefully she'll be ready to go. But no, Alex is is, is huge such special such a special person to us. Someone like Alex is is she a player that as a coach. You almost feel like you don't have to give too much instruction to as an individual, because she just seems like the kind of player who has always got a head down and is just just motoring along, like doing all the right things. Like how do you manage a relationship with a player like that?
2: Um, I think with Alex, it's pretty, I've got a pretty special relation with her because we're not far in age and I won't say that, that what my age is or what her age is, but um, we have our, our our silly jokes in the change room sometimes before the game where every other player has no clue what we're even talking about because it's something from the 90s or something like that. You know, it's just a, a song, a song comes on and we're like, do you remember that song? And we're, me and her look at each other and go, yeah, I remember that song, but everyone else has got no clue what we're on about. So we've got a pretty special relationship, me and Alex, but, um, yeah, on, on that, she's. I don't need to give too much to her, you know, because she's been there and done that, and she knows my expectations as a coach, and I know her expectations as a captain. So, um, don't get me wrong, you know, sometimes I need to, you need to you need to still give her some certain things to do, but more often than not, Alex just like you said, motors ahead and does her job and carries everyone on her shoulders, you know, with us, including the coaches. She's just a fantastic person.
0: I remember being there in uh at Amy Park in 2019 when you when you lifted the title and the emotional scenes with Alex afterwards were really really special mm-hmm. and uh I mean would you believe still the reigning champions <laughs> all these years later from that season so we, we haven't quite got to a grand final uh in Victoria since then which is almost unthinkable but uh that was that was a pretty special day and I uh, I often think back on it as as one of the one of the uh I guess more emotional days in, in Victorian football, seeing her lift the lift the trophy.
2: Yeah, that day there was. Um, I I've, I put that down as probably my most memorable moment as a coach, um, because of the how cu- courageous that girl was for that day um, to go out and do what she did. So, um, you know, we, we often shed a tear myself and Alex when we have conversations about that day because that was a, a pretty sp- special moment. And um, it was it was actually brought to our attention again on before the game of Box Hill that. Uh, and it was Alex who probably said it. That you know, we're still the reigning champions. We still own the Nike FC Cup. We still hold the the grand final win. So you know, what, we'll, we'll hold that until someone takes it off us. And um, yeah, it was it, it was it was a special day. It was definitely a special day that one.
1: I'm sure that was a reference that the rest of the squad would have gotten. Unlike the unlike <laughs> the songs and the movies that everyone definitely understood. Everyone the, on the uh, same page. Everyone yeah. definitely was on the Raining same page champions. of the cold colder 2019 season. <laughs>
2: Oh, I remember that because also like I said there's there's eight you know under 19s in that team and they also won it that year and basically went through flawless so um you know th- there's a winning mentality in that group so they know they know how to win and they know how to play for each other but um that year was a, an absolute clean up for us and uh, mm.
1: and yeah th- there's girls in that room that definitely know know how to win which is great Maybe one final one for you, Mark, before before we let you go. Obviously, you've talked a lot about the the potential for development that this season brings and and bringing more young players through the fold. What excites you most about the season ahead and this this partnership with Western? Um, the, the the most, I think, the probably the most important
2: thing for me and the most exciting for me is is the end pathway. Um, there's finally something for girls um, out west. And more importantly, in that you know, in that sort, of, yeah, in that West corridor where these girls can aspire to play at the highest level. Um, and Alex is a perfect example. She's born and bred in the Western suburbs, and people should be looking at that as it's never too late to have success, or never too late to get to where you want to get to. Um, and that partnership between Calder and Western has has formed that. Um, and for us, it's I mean, for me in particular. Um, having been part of the journey from the start with Calder and now the the whole connection with Western United, is there is a very very clear pathway uh, for for any young lady that wants to play football, and and we are open to I guess we are open to any, anyone, everyone that wants to be part of that journey. And I'm sure you guys hear Chris always talking about that. It's 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 a unique it's a unique uh, environment, and I actually believe that the other clubs, both A League clubs and NPR clubs, are just wanting. You know, wanting to to be and do, do something like we're doing. Um, so for me, it's it's just about the pathway. It is about a clear pathway for girls to get to the A League and to be a Matilda or to play for their country or to do whatever. So that's that's for me is the most important part of that relationship. But obviously, it's a, it's a huge thanks to to Western and and obviously the Calder Committee and for them to to forge that 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 link um, because it's just provided opportunities for young ladies, which is the most important.
0: Well, Mark, uh, we could talk to you all night, but uh, we've got to wrap the show and you've got to get back to your in-laws. So uh, thank you so much for your insights tonight. It's been absolutely brilliant. And uh, you just left us uh, dreaming of of an A-League women's debut for Alex Sinclair in a Western United jersey. Cannot wait for that day.
2: No problems, guys. Thanks a lot for having me here.